welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one early edition minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amenas in the news. And I'm Zach Luna from Geek by Night. Welcome yes, to the show, Zach. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. So uh, today we are going back to minute 11, which begins mm-hmm. with Doc saying, your daughter attempts to break him out and gets 20 years. And ends right. with Marty taking his first steps into Courthouse Square in 2015. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. A uh, very dramatic steps, I might add. I'm really oh, digging yeah. Marty's yeah. Tyler the Creator hat right now. <laughs> yeah, <I'm really> <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. So I want so yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you remember um, last week, uh, I believe we said, what was it? He gets... How much? How many years? He gets fifteen years. Marty mm-hmm. Jr. gets yeah. fifteen years for whatever it is that they're going to do. I don't think we ever find out what illegal activity they were up to. There's like but, some sort of robbery or something that he's helping out on, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm not. It's a vague that. three sex jewel thieves uh, trick <laughs> into uh, freeing an animal uh, experimentation lab. That is oh, a yeah. Jay, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back reference for Noah. Oh. Um, <laughs> Strike back reference. Come on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So he got 15 years for doing whatever robbery he was doing. And then yeah. Marlene gets 20 years for trying to break him out. I, is that relative? Is that is that? That seems excessive. I, I, is, is that part of the joke that they're making about how harsh the like the sentencing is? Yeah. Was that like a I weird, mean, obviously the speed. Was that yeah. like a really topical like 80s joke? Like how that just <laughs> – <laughs> was that kind of like, like is that going to be like the Bob Durst jokes and Kimmy Schmidt like ten years from now? Where like no one gets them. People would be like, "What was that? Is this that is directly murder. relevant?" Or something? <laughs> it, it seems excessive either way. I mean, that's yeah, for yeah. 20, 20 years for wow. Well, again, we don't know how excessive her breakup attempt is because it could be her breakout <laughs> attempt could be could be anywhere from anywhere from uh, sending him a cake with a file in it. To yeah. like blowing up a side of the building and like and there's just like just like all these prisoners just start spilling out on a scale of Grand Budapest Hotel to Frank Castle and Daredevil. Like how extreme <laughs> was your was your prison breakout? <laughs> right. I want to say like Terminator Two uh, sure. is the level that her break her breakout was. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, it could we could we sh- they could have been really lenient on her for all we know. What's you know, the daughter's name? It's, be... the, it's the it's like the it's like the scene in uh, Watchmen when they break out Rorschach. That's what it was going oh, on. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best scene exactly. in that movie, I think. It's all. <laughs> there's like an alternate cut of Back to the Future Part Two where there's like a slow motion <laughs> speed <laughs> ramping. Boom! Just bones breaking. Yeah, yeah. So what? So what's the name of Future Police swooping? So what's the name of Marty's daughter? I, I think I missed it. Marlene. Uh, Mar- Mar- Marlene. That's a cool name. Marlene. Like Marlene Shaw, the singer. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's cool in that it is a name, I guess. <laughs> you know what really I, sucks? I, 
It, I really it, hate it can, that both of his kids are variations of the of Marty. I hate that. I he, think it's he's doing the George Foreman thing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's really like all of his kids are named George. Also, also, it, it's funny because her name is yeah. Marlene, which is offensive enough because it's like, oh, it, it wasn't good enough that you named one kid after you. You had to name both of them after you. But, <laughs> yeah. but then it's also it's also really telling how surprised he is that he has a daughter. Cause he's just like, wait, I have a daughter. I have, I have a daughter. I do. Me, he's like, me, this paragon of masculinity. I have I, a woman. A woman came from this. Two, How two, dare you say that? Two things. One. <laughs> yeah. Oh, three. Actually, three things. One. I yeah. think it's a, it's a nice kind of like middle finger uh, setup for Marlene being played by Michael J. Fox. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but I don't want to get to sure. it till we get to Marlene. Two, so, yeah, it yeah. could point to I think I think what I'm noticing watching this minute by minute is they're kind of uh, you know we're seeing the return of Marty's ego. You mm-hmm. know the yeah. the guy yeah. that that thought that he was entitled to his like four door and his girlfriend and you know it was all about him when the car broke and. You know, kind of, uh, you know, they they underplay it in part yeah. one, but and well, maybe although, like, sure. yeah, like the part one is like it, it, the part one Marty's like his ego in part one is just like it's a teenager's ego. It's not yeah. like it's not it's maybe yeah okay yeah and and kind of whiny, yeah. but not like this massive ego that is what everything what we're part, seeing. Yeah, in yeah. part two and part three, it's all about Marty's ego. Marty's ego is his un- ultimate undoing because mm-hmm. he's already you know? like, am, Which I, am I a rock star? Yeah, yeah, I'm rich, right? Like I'm rich. Named his daughter after him, just like his son. So, which brings me to my third point: What if? And maybe, maybe I forgot that this happens in part three. What if after the events of you know everything, when he returns to 1985 perfection? Um, what if? What if in that timeline he doesn't name his daughter Marlene? Well, yeah, that's what I, I, yeah, I have. A, yeah. Well, I have a lot of theories. I want to get into my theories on this version of 2015, but I want to do that tomorrow. When all we in all in like due time, see it. All yeah. In due time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when, we, when we see the full spread. Oh god! So, so <laughs> I, I love how surprised Marty is that he's reading tomorrow's newspaper. Not <laughs> that he's reading. <laughs> That it's tomorrow's. This is tomorrow. Not only is Uh, this the future, Doc, but this is the future (laughs) of the future. Of the future. (laughs) Is there some sort of time travel shenanigans happening here? Like he he didn't just spend a week straight of his life in 1955, (laughs) minutes before this. Like, oh, what? Tomorrow's. (laughs) What if like I can't believe it? I I got we we have tomorrow's newspaper today. It's just like that show, early edition with the coach (laughs) from Friday Night Lights. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Imagine you No, I want a Back to the Future. I want a Back to the Future television series that is literally just Doc bringing Marty newspapers from tomorrow and having (laughs) it solve problems. Doc, no, no one man should I think, have all I this think, power. I think this scene, I think this whole 2015 <laughs> sequence is the entire like inspiration for that early edition show. Oh, sure. sure. Like, oh, what absolutely. if this was a show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is literally just the show. Um, only, only instead of Doc, it was a cat. Yeah. 
I love it. We're seeing a classic, it. a classic Doc and Marty scenario, which is shot of Marty being like still and close to the camera and Doc being uh-huh. back and forth all over the place, like to the left. Right. With them just rack and focus the whole time. Yeah. They, which don't, they don't think they cut at all during the sequence. No, like it's just like, one take all the way through. That's something we've noticed a lot with Zemeckis is he doesn't cut a lot. Yeah. He holds his shot. Yeah. He's like, just guys, just do your thing. And, and it's yeah. fine. We don't need coverage because we see it all. It's okay. I trust you guys yeah. to do your thing. Just play out the scene. Mm-hmm. And that's the scene. It's fine. You remember his, it, you it's remember mesmerizing. His yeah. yeah you remember is. his movies being kinetic because his, act, his performances are kinetic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're all they're moving within the frame all over the place. But the the shot itself is I mean, they push in a little bit. They rack focus a couple times. But it's just the it's just the actors being these cartoons bouncing off the walls. I mean, like Christopher Lloyd. You watch Christopher Lloyd in this, and you just kind of go, "Dang, I gotta I gotta step up my game." He's amazing. Everything he yeah. does in this is amazing. And this is how many times he had to do it, and just these little little ticks, little things bouncing. It's a I I watched this sequence. I was like getting ready to have all these like thoughts about like, oh, what he's wearing. They probably covered this already. Oh, wow, with the location. And then I just stopped and just watched him work. And it's like, Christopher Lloyd's amazing. Amazing. And he was really nervous to to recreate this character because it's not something he'd ever done before. And it had been like, you know, four years since he had done the character. And so he was worried that he was going to get it wrong. Which is insane. It's really... More than anything, like watching these, because you can kind of rewatch old movies and there's a moment of like, I hope it lives up to what I thought it was. And certainly there's like writing things you're more aware of now that might not fit together. But just in terms of watching the craft on display, I'm I'm always like really shocked with Zemeckis. I'm just like, dang, like everybody's really going for it here. Yeah. Especially the actors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Doc, uh, Doc is saying like, oh, he gets an alarm. And uh, he's like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go pick up uh, Marty Jr. and and knock him out so that you can replace him in the in the cafe. And Marty's like, so we're just gonna leave Jennifer in the alley. And he's like, yep. <laughs> Which is just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it'll be totally fine. It's like, it's like, dude, just why why is she not in the car? Just leave her. Yeah, in just the leave car. her in the back. There's a there's a back seat that's never used for anything ever. Well, no, there's no back seat in the DeLorean because oh she that's right she's in his lap in the we were like a second yeah. ago that's right yeah it's filled yeah. with mechanics okay. and stuff. Um, so but, maybe maybe Doc's like I gotta knock out Marty Jr. and there's only space for one person in the front leave seat. Leave him in but, the alley. Yeah. <laughs> leave him in the alley because if he wakes up in the DeLorean, he's gonna have a lot more questions than Jennifer is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's i mean granted she's had like four eight minutes to adjust to this but like she's aware what's going on they're in the past she's in a time machine just chill with it but him yeah. like he's a he's a butthead right like he right. doesn't know what's going on and he's <laughs> he's out of his gourd like, trying to uh, trying to get yeah. somewhere he wakes up in a in a car from the past it's gonna be terrifying Mm-hmm. What is it? And he's got what is that thing he uses to like knock her out? Even it's like some sort of uh, it's a future. It's a, it's a sleep pattern like neuralizer mm. thing. Oh so yeah, it, yeah, some yeah. Men in Black type shenanigans. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's almost like a parody of how to get rid of a female character in a movie. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like because because I'm because I was I was trying to think like maybe it's like a really dumb setup to like 
you know, a late act like twist of danger where they, oh no, Jennifer's gone. She's missing. Where is she? But like, no, they don't even do that. They just, she's just still there, right? No, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, she's not. She gets, she gets, she, well, she gets, oh, okay. Yeah, mean, but she gets picked up by the police. She gets t- picked by the up police, by the police the and taken home. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it but, is but, a poor But setup, no harm. So, yeah. It's important that she's in the alleyway, but like, no, no harm comes to her while she's there. It's just that she gets, Oh, we should take her home. Like she's she's in the alley and fine the entire time. If they were like, I don't know, two minutes faster at getting to her, there'd be no problem at all. And we're like, yeah, just leave her in the alley. She'll be fine. You know what it reminds back. me oh, a yeah, lot she was of? Fine. It uh, it kind of reminds me a lot of the Hangover movies, where you know yeah. you had the Hangover and it was all about like the chem. You know, the first one was so great because it was the chemistry of the three leads. You know, Bradley Cooper, Zach Galifianakis, and yeah. Helms, and it was all about Doug being gone. And now in part two, yeah. it's like, well, what was – and I remember me and my friend Hunter were going to see that movie actually like excited about the filmmaking because we're idiots. But we were like, <laughs> oh, man. It'd be, so, it'd be so cool if like like now it's with Doug and now like the movies has Doug and like it changes the chemistry. And it's like, nope, yeah. they just get rid of Doug again. And <laughs> I really don't want to believe that Bob Gale and Zemeckis would just not want – to have like the girlfriend there, but it's kind of <laughs> so. Looking- so what you're so what you're saying is that is that Hangover Two, Jennifer Parker, Doug. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I I yes. I, I, yes. I think yeah, that yeah. they I think that they Doug. I think Jennifer Parker is the Doug of the Back to the Future trilogy. That's a bummer. <laughs> it's a real bummer. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they just leave her just- in a place asleep twice. When the easier thing to do would be to not drug her and not leave her outside it's like the movie, yeah just like talk to her yeah, it, yeah it's like the movie stops pulls over and lets her out and then keeps driving well there's a lot of uh <laughs> yeah. there, there i have a lot of uh jennifer parker related stuff in the uh 67 draft which i'll get into tomorrow when Good. when we uh get into the new I'm, the new uh script pages i'm very excited but, oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so so yeah, Jennifer Parker just leaving left in the alley, which is a is a real bummer. And then Doc mentions <laughs> it's uh, not a real bummer. It is. <laughs> it's like a total bummer, man. It's, it's a like, real bummer. <laughs> um, it's, it's not ideal. No, it is not. So uh, Doc not mentions Doc. Doc, let's just keep saying synonyms. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Doc. Doc uh, <laughs> mentions uh, re- reiterates the plan to Marty, mm-hmm. and he yeah. says that be careful of Griff because his bionic implants have a few you know short circuits. And so yeah. I looked up the history of bionic implants in 2015. Yay! Oh wow! And oh, history time. Scott, yeah. Scott, 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 really? Scott, Scott. I, I, <laughs> here's what's interesting about uh, the bionic implants. In 2015, bionic implants are actually like the pot of 2015 uh, because they are technically illegal. But there is a proposition called Proposition 237 that is going on currently in 2015 to legalize bionics. So is it kind of like a Bioshock type thing? Like were were you injected and like it changes your like physiology? I don't know. I can't. I, I. I. don't see any like how exactly they work. 
Um, and and it yeah. being a Wikipedia entry, of course, the things that they say that the implants are capable of doing are just the things that you see them do in the movie, which is enhanced right, strength. Right height modification, and an automatic system to block punches despite the implantee not knowing. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what? in the movie. I get it. What? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I do remember, though, like, I, I listened to, like, a, a 99% Invisible or something about, um like, cyborgs. Like, the people who are part of, like, a cyborg movement of, like, adding technology to their wearable self, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there was this one guy who has this whole machine it was like a personal computer he devised before anybody had pdas or whatever um where he makes notes about certain conversations he's had with people and then when he looks at them like a screen pops up uh with information about the last conversation he had with them or what's going on in their life and he like uses it to like you know free up space in his mind to think of other things but also he he claims that it makes all of his conversations a lot more deep and rich because he can just automatically cue into somebody like the, the deepest part of their last conversation can be the first place they start when he sees them again instead of like, oh, hey, how's the weather? How are you? He can be like, your mom's doing all right though, right? Like it's, I, I hope you're okay with all that because he's a cyborg. Is his, I don't know. Maybe they mean stuff like that. It's like, that's illegal. I, I, I hope it's not like, jacked into his head, but well, maybe that's well, the to goal. Well, go, to go to a uh, further point with the uh, illegalization of it is that um, in the October 22nd, issue of USA Today uh, of 2015, Uh there was a story about a pitcher being suspended for use of a bionic arm without calibration. They played for the Yankees. Whoa. Yeah. So, so, so in, in, from one perspective, it could also be seen as like steroids. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like those guys. Bioshocky to me. A little Bioshocky. Yeah. For sure. More of those Bionic implants. That Comstock implants. would give you? Uh, they're like, uh, you, you, they're, what do you call them? Was it they're, Ryan? They're like... Adam? Adam? Uh, no, you Adam. use the Adam to get... No, but that's diff- you use Adam to get the things that you stick in yourself and then you can have yeah. bees fly out of your hands. Um, <laughs> Good times. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, Shout out to 2013. Yep, yep, yep. I just wonder um, where you draw the line on bionic implants versus like a normal prosthetic, like um, like performance enhancing, uh, whatever is wise. Like, isn't there a whole thing about like guys like Pistorius or whatever who like lost their legs and then have those running blades? How they have to like mm-hmm. like calibrate them so that they they're not running extra faster than a human would normally run right. on those blades, like Kingsman. Yeah, that's like a thing, right? Yeah. But is that oh, a bionic yeah. implant? Does it have to have like like I think electronic it has components? To have, like. Yeah, I think I think it has to have like actively moving parts to be bionic. I guess you know because yeah. I guess the controversy would be like if they wouldn't you know fuse like the lower half of Lance Armstrong's body like with a bike, like <laughs> it would, at that point it would be like an unfair advantage instead of like uh, a disability. Right. Right. He would become right. like Lady Gaga on the uh, that cover of uh, of uh, Born This Way, where she was like a motorcycle. But I'll like tell you what, it would be pretty yeah. sweet to watch uh, a sports, <laughs> like, a, like a sports, like a, some sort of sports game, any kind of sports game. It sounds like I'm making fun of sports, yeah. but I'm, I'm really honestly, <laughs> no, trying to, no. I'm just trying to be vague where I'm, I'm meaning like <laughs> literally any kind of sports um, where well, everyone, yeah. yeah, where everyone, everyone. has bionics. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> that a, would be oh, awesome. but you know what though? I bet bionics is a kind of like 
the uh, it would be like robot fighting in Big Hero Six. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like yeah. it wouldn't be the most. Yeah. It wouldn't be where yeah. gentlemen and ladies would go because it's supposedly just like bionic freaks, like which would be a barbaric term if this was real. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> like fighting each other. We're trying to be all delicate about the real world implications here, Nick. God, yeah, these bionic freaks. Oh my god, these freaks! I I do really like the idea of Griff having uh, uh, having a Mick who's like a a German mad scientist who's just like yeah, (laughs) bionics to train bionic fights. But the bionics are getting into is they're messing with his brain, and that's why Griff is such like a psychopath at school. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, yeah. Man, man, Griff does too much bionics, man. It messed with his brain. <laughs> he, like his uh, his inhibitor chip got messed up and so now he can't control the arms. So he's inhibitor chip. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and clock that. That was uh twenty one minutes before a Spider Man reference from, from Yeah, all right. Perfect. Doc <laughs> so, so mentions that that Walter Walter Jr. that Marty Jr. Has a <laughs> has a bionics problem, right? Yeah. Oh wait, really? Oh yeah. Does he? No, he doesn't. Th- there was something wrong he... with the bionics in his brain. No, that's oh, no, 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 no. That's Griff. That's Griff. Oh, they're talking about Griff. Okay, so that is so. Okay, yeah, I thought they were yeah. about Marty Jr. I'm like, well, that explains a lot. No, no, no. That's <laughs> no, no. There is no explanation no. Uh, other than other than the uh, <laughs> a, a, apparently uh, not so distant, uh, not <laughs> apparently. Uh, the not so diff- d- distant uh, family trees of the uh, yes, or, or, the yeah. I, yeah, I'm imagining that, now, that like, kid is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying he's relentlessly adolescent. He's like the most yeah. teenager version of a teenager in the world, it's which true. means he's an idiot. You know, so yeah, yeah. What were you saying? Sorry, I'm just gonna. I'm imagining now, like how cool would like a Back to the Future villain? Imagine like a Charlton <clears throat> Copley like bionics fiend you know what i mean oh he's like oh man he's just all mecked out in every direction like Mm -hmm. he's always got a get like an evil inspector gadget basically that's what i want to see in a back to the future like kind of like a bio a bio kind of transforming thing where it's like his biology becomes like a weapon or like like uh, it's kind of like (laughs) that that video game where you're like in a hoodie and you're like jumping around the city what are those called infamous oh yeah. yeah 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 uh infamous yeah yeah. yeah, the famous, the infamous, infamous, the infamous. Yeah, infamous. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so then uh, Marty starts walking out uh, into Courthouse Square, and we see that uh, 2015 includes well the courthouse and the courthouse. Uh, yeah, some flyers taped up to the uh, like taped up to the walls. Um, so to the brick wall. Yeah. It doesn't seem super uh, futury, and then uh, payphones with uh, headlights, like uh, you do, man. Yeah. Future payphones, yeah. <laughs> Little phone booths with headlights, which I assume the headlights are so that you know that the phone is occupied in case you don't want to look down and see if there's a person there. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's so you don't crash thing. into it. They're like lighthouses; like you don't want to crash into it at night with your <laughs> hover car. So okay. they had to put things on the top of them or something. All right, probably. Enough. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so cell phones was not a thing, despite their existence in 89 as, you know, bricks. <laughs> cell phones were not a, a technology that they thought. No one could, no one could predict that that technology would last. <laughs> no. 
No. No, it just didn't seem uh, handy in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, mm. apparently not. Uh, that's, all the min- that's all the notes I have for this minute. You guys have anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good. No, no, no. I think... Uh, just I have I have thoughts on the outfits, but I think that that can wait till we see a few mm-hmm. more of the the crazy futury stuff in yeah. later episodes. Oh, you know yeah, what we yeah. you know what we aren't bringing up that we could bring up or we could wait. But I, I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that I'm, I'm basically saying this so that listeners don't think that we didn't notice it. But um, right. there are there are signs that say reelect Mayor Wilson Jr. Oh, uh, yeah, we can. I mean, you know, we, we already talked about him being mayor of Hill Valley uh, last week. Yeah. On Welcome to Hill Valley sign. So did it also say mm-hmm. reelect? Mm-hmm. It didn't say reelect. No. OK. I guess no, it's no. You know, it is campaign season again. Yeah. All right. Which it's makes only, sense. That's the only time in Hill Valley. It's always, <laughs> always campaign season. I think that's all their elected officials do is just campaign. That's well, you know what? Year round. Well, I watched an episode of last week tonight that proved that that's actually really correct. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sometimes they were spot on with these predictions, weren't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2015. Uh, And on that note, uh, we will be back tomorrow with minute 12. But in the meantime, you can go to our website back to the future minute.com and leave comments about all the things that we talked about here. Uh, you can also email the show, contact at backtothefutureminute.com or follow us on Twitter or Tumblr uh, at BTTF Minute. We're also on Facebook. You can like us there. Leave us iTunes reviews if you like what we're doing here because uh, that helps people find the show, helps us out a lot. Uh, and also check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast that Nick and I do uh, we- weekly with Cassandra Fredrickson, our mm-hmm. co-host. And then, of course, uh, you can hear uh, Zach Luna and, and uh, Nick and I's writing on uh, Geek by Night, the uh, yeah. original audio drama that uh, – we do it at geekbynight.net, and it's on iTunes and all that good stuff. So, Zach, do you write? Are you yeah. a writer at all? Am I a writer? No, no. I would, I would never uh, insult actual writers by pretending to be one. Kind of like the way when somebody's like, hey, are you a singer? No, no, I'm not a singer. I can write. I can sing, but I'm neither a writer nor a singer. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, and then, of course, uh, if we we've been we've been neglecting to mention this on the on the show, but uh, if mm-hmm. you go to duelinggenre.com/support, you'll go to our Patreon page where you can support all of the podcasts that we do, and uh, you can you know in the future if we get up to I think it's I think our goal is if we get up to a thousand dollars a month, and that's not just for Back to the Future, that's for like the all-encompassing Patreon for all of our podcasts. If we get up to $1,000 right. a month, uh, Nick and I will do a live episode of Back to the Future Minute focused on Back to the Future The Ride. Uh, so yes. we will watch all of the uh, elements of The Ride and, and and tackle that in a live setting of some sort. Um, whether Amazing. That's, whether that's live online uh, for our Patreons or if we can put together some sort of live show, I don't know, but... In any event, if we can do that, uh, we will do that for you guys uh, if we get up to $1,000 a month on Patreon. So um, that's one of our Back to the Future Minute goals, and there will be others, but that's our first one. So uh, go, uh, awesome. go check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, and you'll also want to do that if, you want, if you're interested in Back to the Future Minute merch of any kind, T-shirts, stickers, all that stuff. We'll be I doing all of that. that. Yeah, we'll be doing all of that through uh, Patreon as well. So uh, awesome! Yeah, become a Patreon, and uh, we yeah. And plus, you know, if you we're gonna have a Patreon All Star Week, 
Um, so if you guys mm. want to be, if you want to have a minute, we already have, uh, I think, I think, uh, Brian Green, I think is his name. Um, he, uh, he's our first, uh, Patreon winner and he's going to be our first guest on Patreon week of, uh, of, of, uh, back to the future minute. So there's five slots. One of them is taken. Woo. So we got four more mm-hmm. slots for that week. Um, so if you're on Patreon and you know, or if you're not and you want to be on the show. Hop on Patreon and get on there. You have a very good chance of winning if you do it soon. So, <laughs> uh, so, so hop on Patreon, support us there. We will be endlessly appreciated. Plus, you get all kinds of like cool perks for being a Patreon member, exclusive podcasts, that sort of thing. Um, and then, awesome. as always, uh, got to kiss the ring of Star Wars minute. Uh, our patriarchs, um, they came first, and they're doing their thing, and they're doing it well. So go check them out, StarWarsMinute.com. They're still doing the Naboo, the Battle of Naboo, I'm sure. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I think, I think they're going to be doing that for like four weeks or something like that. It's, it just goes on and on and on. Um, it just keeps intercutting. It just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. Holy mountain. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so, yeah. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.